It's not my weekend podcast with your boy Jerry G. What is up? It is a uh, Tuesday morning. Uh, it's early. Uh, what nine thirty in the morning? Uh, January thirty first, twenty twenty three. Dog, just like that. Finally, finally, January is January fault. Freaking forever, dog. I feel like it's been 2023 for like four months already, dog. Hasn't it? It's still January, guys. Technically, we're in January. And I know most of the time I'd be complaining. Oh, it's está yendo el año bien rápido. Time is flying too fast. But this time, for some reason, this month felt a little draggy, right? A little draggy. Maybe because of the rain. A little cold. I don't know, dog. I don't know what it is, fool. But the point is, today's the last day of January. Hope you guys are off to a great start of 2023, dog. And uh, we got 11 more months to go, compa. 11 months to go. Uh, heading into February tomorrow. And yes, yes, my birthday's in two days. My birthday's uh, Thursday, dog. February 2nd, fool. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a big fan of uh, birthdays, to be honest. I mean, I, I appreciate them. I love them. But as you're getting older, right, they're just like... Uh, they're not as um, what do you, what do you call it? as welcoming as when you're younger, right? Obviously, right? When you look forward to turning twenty eighteen, and then twenty one, and then even like twenty five, and then at thirty starts to get a little real. But the thing about thirty is like you're like now you feel like I'm a real grown up. You like you can't talk to me like a little boy no more, dog. I ain't no little bitch ass twenty year old kid, dog. That's the only thing you like about the thirties. But after that. Little by little, right? 31, 32, 33. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa there. Slow it down there, buddy. Right? It, it starts to get to that. Then by the time you turn 40, which for me, to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, I was in denial, dog. I, I didn't like claiming 40. I didn't have a 40-year-old birthday party. I remember it being very quiet. In fact, I'll tell you something about my 40-year-old birthday. I'll tell you something about I just realizing the other day, dog. When I turned 40, fool, that was obviously February 2nd. And uh, what is it going to be? Three years ago, fool, right? So we're talking about 2020, doc. It a pandemic. It was, no, it was before, right before the pandemic, doc. So right before the pandemic, the pandemic obviously started March 2020. So it was February uh, 2nd, 2020. And I remember I had a show, fool. I had a show on the road. And I was, I, I believe it was, I was with Chingo Bling, bro. And I think we were in Arizona, fool. And I didn't tell anybody, fool. I didn't tell anybody it was my birthday. I didn't tell Chingo. I didn't tell, but low key, to be honest with you, uh, I thought kind of, for some reason, I expected them to know that it's my birthday, like somehow, some way. Um, I just figured like, cause you know, Marisol, Chingo's wife is the manager, and she's in charge of the touring, right? And for some, either she forgot or because I know we've had these conversations when your birthday, la chingada, oh it's coming up, oh it's in February. I know we have these conversations, uh, but uh, the point is, I didn't bring it up. Basically, I didn't bring it up. We're on the road, and I didn't bring it up, and I didn't want anybody to know that it was my birthday. And I remember performing on my birthday. And then I was expecting, like, a cake, like, either in the green room or after the show, like, go out and dinner and have a little cake or with the, with the guys. 
you know, with the other opener. I think it was midnight, maybe. I don't remember who it was. Uh, but no one said nothing, obviously. No one said nothing. And so it was like one of these mixed feelings were like, cool. This is kind of like what I want. Like, I don't want to make a big deal about my birthday, especially that I'm turning 40 and I'm on the fucking road without my family, though, like, which I felt like a loser already, which is one of the reasons I wasn't telling anybody. And then second of all, but I was like, damn, that was kind of fucked up, though, at the same time, right? Uh, but I was like, that's fine. That's fine. And and that day just quietly came and went, um, which is fine. And then I was like in denial about it. Like, I didn't want people knowing that I had turned 40, dog. I was like, dog, I'm not fucking 40, dog. I don't look 40. I don't feel 40. I don't want to even say that shit out loud. Like, it's going to come become real once I start saying it out loud. So it took me a while to even fucking admit that I was t- turned 40, bro. Like, uh, I was claiming 38 for like three years, dog, until I was like 41, fool. Um, so yeah, dog, it was like one of those situations. It's just like, I just don't like it. I just really don't like it. Call me a little bitch or a girl because a lot, that's how girls behave about their ages. But I'm almost like the same way, dog. Like, I don't like it. I don't, I'm not one of these people like, oh, I'm proud to be 40. Like, no, fuck that. I'm not proud. It's not cool. Not cool. I've always been, uh, very young at heart. Like I've always been very young, you know, Guy, like, I was, like, happy about what's next and where we're going and what's life and this and that. Like, I've always been... So when you're turning older, you're like, wait a minute. You mean there's not much time left? And you know what we mean? We're running out of time, you know? But that's when I turned 40. But then, you know, I said, like, man, you get used to it, right? And you, now you get you accept it, right? Now you accept it. When I turned 41, 42... I start accepting. Now I say it out loud. I let motherfuckers know, you know, this and that. Because there's, you can't lie forever, dog. Because like you've lived a, I've I've seen too much. I've lived too much to be lying about my age that I'm younger than I actually am, right? Like I'm I I've seen Michael Jordan, dog, play. You know, like I saw Mike Magic Johnson play. Fool, I saw Kobe Bryant get pinche. Uh, I saw Kobe Bryant get drafted, bro. Like, I saw the Dodgers win a 1988 World Series, and I remember it vividly. I saw Kirk Gibson hit that home run, dog. You know what I mean? Uh, I saw Joe Montana play. I saw him throw the ball to Jerry Rice and Dan Marino, fool. Like, I can't be lying that I'm 37 years old still, fool. Because if that's the case, then there's no way I would have ever seen that happen. Right? (laughs) So that's when you start, like, realizing, like, I can't. I can't be that guy, fool. I saw Julio Cesar Chavez at his fucking, not prime, but fighting. Yeah, it was his prime, 90s. Yes. I saw Mike Tyson bite that ear off. I was in high school when that happened. Over 20 years ago. 25 years ago, I believe. It just turned 25-year anniversary. I think it was like a ninth, I was like a ninth grade, fool. Yes. I'm old, dog. And it, it, and you start to accept it, fool. Like, I just realized the other day. I was talking to one of my old homies who's my age, Eric. Shout out to Eric and Albert. Uh, I was like, "Yo, you know, you realize, you know, you know, realize, you know, I realized the other day that Tom Brady is the last athlete still active that we're younger than. There's no other athlete in the major sports, of course. We're not talking about golf and new shit, but no, there's no athlete in major sports such as hockey, basketball, soccer, baseball." football that is that is older than us fool 
And I never thought I'd see that day, bro. Like, that's, that's another one that came to realization, dog. That I'm older than fucking LeBron James, bro. I'll be talking about how old this motherfucker is. I'm older than Aaron Rodgers, dog. You know, only Tom Brady is the only athlete out there that is older than me, fool. That is still playing. Once he retires, that's it, dog. That's it. I will be officially older than every athlete playing that I, I'm over here cheering and buying posters and putting up on, on my wall. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and that's that's another one. That's another smack in the face that hits you that you're fucking old, dog. And you're just like, no, ya estoy viejo. I remember, I remember, you know, obviously watching I, I just all these sports events that I, I just mentioned. And I remember watching these guys and be like, damn, that fool's old, dog. That fool's 36 already. Damn, that fool's 35. No, ya se está acabando el Jordan, wey. Damn, Jordan's going to be 40, fool, forecito, wey. Oh, man, ya se está acabando. You know, I remember all that shit, fool. And it's just like, now I'm that guy, fool. I'm the old guy. Lovebirds, Valentine's Day is around the corner. And the place to go is East LA Edible Arrangements. 5929 Whittier Boulevard, fool. Get your orders in early and receive free delivery within a 15-mile radius. That's right. That includes Montebello, Compton, South Central, Pico Rivera, Whittier, even Bolinas Downey, too, dog. Get your orders in now on 323-832-9551. Tell them Jerry G sent you. And go ahead and send me something, too, dog. I live within those 15-mile radius, fool. I love to love, too, dog. Have a happy Valentine's Day. You know? Anyways. And, uh, yeah, but it is, after a while, you accept it. Uh, I, I, you live through your kids. I think that's another way. I really live through I'm Now, I'm honestly looking forward, you know, which is, like, hopefully not too soon. But looking forward to being a grandfather one day, dog. I know there's some young grandparents out there in their early 40s who are already grand. I got some homies. I ran into a homie who's a grandparent already. He's, he's like, my age. Um... So, nah, I don't want to be a grandparent yet, but I'm looking forward to that day is what I'm trying to say. When I'm between 45 and 50 or even 50 and then fucking having a little grandkid and yeah, like not why? Like, I'm like, why am I looking forward to that? But somewhere in me, I'm like, damn, that'd be dope. I can't wait to fucking do that one day, you know? Um, and you live through your kids, bro, más que nada, way. You live through your kids. You see yourself in them, right? They're little... How they walk, how they carry themselves, how they talk, little things. Like right now, obviously they're they're their own person now, and this is a new generation, and they got different fucking styles. But you, you still see yourself in them, dog. Just the way they carry themselves, the stuff they're interested in, the things they like they like doing. Uh, like Diego, my oldest, he's got like swag full. Like he dresses cool. He cares how he dresses, how he looks. I was that guy in high school, you know. My middle child, he doesn't really care about how he looks and dresses. He's actually, like, kind of sloppy. Uh, but he's into sports, and he loves sports, and he cares about sports, and he, like, pays attention to sports. And I was that guy. I was that guy at, I mean, at that age. So it's a little bit of, you know, you see a little bit of both. And Nicky is just fucking Nicky. Nicky's just, like, soaking it all in, fool. He just wants to be everybody. He's just like, he sees, he does what he sees, dog. So, basically, he's just a fucking, you know, whatever, dog. But he's a little bundle of energy himself that I appreciate, dog. And he I, he just, like, you know, like every five, six, seven-year-old, dog, they just 
fucking want to soak everything in. Um, it's funny that I was telling a story. I were watching. I was watching the show Last of Us. I don't know if you guys seen the show Last of Us on HBO. Fire, right? Really good show. Um, and I don't know. I don't want to spoil anything, but in this latest episode this weekend, which dropped Sunday, we just saw it yesterday Monday. Um, there's like a GAY couple. And I say G-A-Y couple because I'm catching myself and I want to see if I can turn this into a bit or a joke. But I'm catching myself spelling out the word gay. Instead of saying it, I just spell it out. G-A-Y. Because I don't want to. Because now gay even sounds bad. Like when I say, oh, am, am I being offended? offensive when I say gay out loud? Right. So but I started saying G-A-Y, spelling out the word G-A-Y because of Nicolas. Like I, haven't, I, I guess his mom and I. I've not been ready to have the G-A-Y conversation with my six-year-old or seven-year-old. Um, I, I, neither one of them. We're both avoiding it, guys, all right? Just to be honest with you. I don't know how you guys are approaching this. But, again, nothing's wrong with it. You got to let him be. First of all, I, uh, he's not gay, bro. My, my son's not gay. Like, uh, he, I could tell he... He is infatuated by women. He loves girls. He likes girls. He, I can see the way he looks at girls. The point is, he, I think he's like crushes and his little classmates, girls. I'm not. I mean, at least he's not gay yet. Maybe that chromosome comes in later in life. I don't know. But the point is, not yet. The thing is that I know his mom and I have both been like avoiding the talk of how, when two. You know, men love each other or two women love each other. We haven't gotten there yet. And I, I don't know if I'm the only one, but I, I'm just trying to prolong it because, you know, it's an uncomfortable talk, fool, right? Uh, but you get, obviously, more and more because of media today, there are more and more G-A-Y people on screen just getting it on, right? Just getting it on, sometimes unnecessarily, but, you know, what is that? Public uh, forms of uh, what? What, PD, what is that? Display public displays of affection. P, a lot of PDA sometimes unnecessarily goes on, right? On our Disney shows, hey, which is fine. Which is fine. I'm not. Hey, doc. Hey, it's all good, doc. It's all good. Just when you think, like, and, and I'll give you guys another story later, fool. But but about uh, Gay, which is which is why I'm I'm, I'm fine with it, bro. But. Sometimes, you know, you're watching TV. Not that Nicolas is not watching The Last of Us with us. He's not. Uh, but he watches other shit with us, right? That uh, G-A-Y situations come up, right? And I could just see his reaction when, you know, two guys be kissing or something and be like, he's like, well, just like kind of looks over like, what the hell was that? Like, what what, 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 what was that? Like, what's going on there kind of shit? Somebody explain that to, to me kind of stuff. And we all just like avoid. Like, I... I'm not like, they're just, they're being silly. They're just being silly. Oh, my God. Look at these guys. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like, just, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say, dog. Or when it's two girls, it's just like, <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy, man. Look at that. Huh? What? There's two girls kissing? I know. They're just, I know. It's just, I don't know. They're really good friends. You know, they really like each other. Um, I, I don't know. I just, it's, it, let's move on. Let's move on. Kind of shit. Uh. I don't know. And then, so I've talked to his mom about it. Like, hey, what do you saw? What do you want to do? Listen to that. She's like, you know, let's just, like, it's not time yet. It's not put on, you know, are we tonight? Let's just, we'll get to it. And then, 
she doesn't want me to do it by myself. She wants to do it together or something. But I guess the time has not come around. But it's just getting to that point. It's getting to that time. Any day now, basically. Um, so whenever there's a same-sex situation, I always like to be like, hey, dog, uh, is is that guy? Or like when, or, or when my kids are around or, or when I'm around uh, my girl, when Nikki, I'm always like, hey, so is that guy G-A-Y? And, and you know, or, or are they G-A-Y? Hey, I think that guy's G-A-Y. Needless to say, my son is also in second grade right now and can spell. And and can can spell, basically. So every, every time I say, like, is he, um, you know, uh, G-A-Y? And, and, and Nicolás was like, uh, what's gay? Uh, huh? What? Nothing. Nothing. I just forget. It's just, uh, it stands for something, but I forget what it stands for. Oh, all right. And like, oh, yeah, he is. And okay, we'll talk about that later. Right. So it's just one of those situations. I don't know how you guys handle it, but I'm trying to say, I'm a little lost with it, fool. And uh, trying to make that into kind of a joke as well. Uh, but it's 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 cool. I, I, at the end of the day, guys, I think he, he knows. He knows. He hasn't maybe completely, like, like, figured it out what it means. But I think, you know, we're in a world where, like, it's okay. Like, it's all right to love who you want to love, fool. So it's like, like, I don't think he sees it, like, as a bad thing. He just kind of, like, confused about it. Kind of like, huh, isn't boy and girl, like, married? Aren't boy and girl married? Or what, how, what happens when a boy and boy like each other? Like, do they get married? I think he has, like, those kind of questions. Um, or even, like, conceiving a child. I think that's where, like, he's confused. Like, how do you have kids if... You know, there's two girls and like, what? Like, I don't know. But I know he has questions like that. And uh, I'll keep you guys posted. Dog. I don't know. Like, I'm going to have to answer these questions dog, soon. But uh, I, I don't think he, no one sees anything wrong. Like, nobody ever says like, ugh, or gross or bad. Or, I always like, take it out. Oh, that's cool. That's because they really like each other. Oh, they're good friends or something like that. Or, I don't know, dog. Tell me. The, please, the, please don't cancel me, guys. Please. please. <laughs> it is. It's, it's worrisome because you do like. You know, you want to, like, do the right thing, but you're at the same time, you're like, because he's your child, and you always feel like he's too young. So, I mean, even just recently, guys, like, the last, maybe, honestly, six months, maybe, not even not, a, not even a whole year, I'm barely coming around talking to stuff like that about my older kids, dog. Not about, like, homosexuality. They're very, you know, very, they know about it very much, you know, in school and all that, but just... And sex in general, and just very little, little, little by little, you know, now I get to, like, open up a little bit more about stuff like that, and I don't know, I don't know where I'm at, I'm all over the place, I, it's hard, parenting is hard, fool, like, it's fucking hard, I'm always, like, on eggshells, I'm trying to do the right thing, but yet I, I also feel like I find a lot of things funny or inappropriate, that's the problem with me, fool, like, I find things, I want to say something inappropriate, but I can't, I have to check myself, and uh, I have to always like set an example, be a role model, be this, be that, you know. And but sometimes I'm not in the mood. I just want to be myself, and you know, it's like it's hard. It's hard to juggle that, dog. It's hard to juggle that both things, fool. And that's why I like to express myself like in places like this, like this podcast, or at shows or on the road. I'm just like being like a little bit more of myself. You know, I may drop an N-word here and there when I'm being very explicit about something or very excited. You know, I might drop a, you know, I don't know, some 
inappropriate words and i'm i'm do- and i've done a really good job about removing from my vocabulary dog cuz in the 90s bro i was that guy i was the uh, you know using the fag word and the nig word and the re- retarded word like retarded is another one that i don't really miss that one that one i thought was always pretty vulgar but the reason about retarded that i i came around on that word was that when i was 14 years old I was 14 or 15. I was like in eighth grade or ninth grade or in that summer going into ninth grade, going into high school. Uh, I got a summer job in the city of Downey. For those of you who are familiar, just like an industrial area. What is that? Uh, Stewart and Gray. There's like an industrial area. And there's a there was a, pro, a summer job program for students. And they would send you to different workforces, right, to different places to work. And uh, like to the park, to do graffiti cleanup, to uh, pinche old timers homes, to look after old people, to uh, warehouses, nonprofit places, you know, daycares. And they sent me and my other homies, they sent us to a place called Association for Retarded Citizens. Yes, that's the name of it. ARC, A-R-C. And so first you're like, well, what the fuck, man? What, what does it a, was it a, pa- a test I didn't fucking pass? What happened here, fool? Uh, so they're like, yeah, you're going to be working at ARC. I'm like, oh, what, where's ARC? It's Association for Retarded Citizens. And I'm like, okay, this is a fucking joke, dog? Like, what? And everybody's just clowning each other. Ah, you're going to be a retard. You're going to work, work. You're a fucking retarded, dog. You're going to be working retard. I'm like, okay. And we're talking, this is 1994, guys. So, I mean, you don't you don't even question the fact. Can you say that? Are we allowed? Is that okay to say? You don't even question it. You're just like, why? What the hell, man? Retarded. What the fuck did I do, man? What happened? I want to go to the park. You know? And they're like, no, nah, man. You know? Okay. So, anyways, we go to this place, and it's that. It's a place. It's a bit. It's a warehouse, right? Where Grown Down Syndrome adults, right? It's come. It, it, it's a trip. I don't know. It's, it's a trip. It's a place. I don't know if it's still around. I, I'm pretty sure they changed the name of it. I don't know. I'm. I'm damn sure it's not called that anymore. Uh, but the place is like this place where adult eighteen and over Down Syndrome um, and maybe even autistic people go work, right? And they they come in and they bust and they bust them in, right? They come in, and they work full, and but they have like really simple jobs. Like they have, they're the ones that put nails and screws in the in the boxes that so, get sold at Lowe's and Home Depot, right? They're the ones that do that put shampoos and conditioners together and shrink wrap. Right? They're the ones that put like soaps. And fucking th- th- uh, keychains, they do put keychains on stuff. Uh, they they don't want to put the little hook on the keychain and things like that, bro. Like very simple shit, right? Uh, and so they're there and they're working. So it's a way for them to like, quote unquote, you know, be independent and work, while while also being, uh, looked after. And taken care of, fool. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? So 
the parents or the caretakers of these people send them there so they could spend eight hours outside of home and do something productive and obviously give a break to their caretakers. And it's also a real job, but they get paid like cents to the dollar, fool. Like they get like half a penny for every keychain they put together, right? Now, it's not like child labor or nothing like that. They're, they're not like, they don't have quotas to meet or anything like that, fool. If they're there all eight hours and they do like two fucking keychains, bro, they're not going to get fired, fool. They're going to be fine. They're just there. They're chilling. They're hanging out because, you know, again, it's a warehouse. So it's like these long, like, lines and they're sitting down, fool, like the high chairs are like on high chairs or even a low chair. They're more comfortable, uh, you know, and they're sitting down and they they throw out all this stuff. And then like the main person uh, like will show them how to do the job. All right, guys. So today we're going to put this flush toy on this Easter basket and we're going to tie this bow on top of it. For every one of these that you do, you get like the tougher the job, the more you get paid, obviously. Right. So like for this job, you're going to get paid six cents a basket. And they're like, oh, they get excited. Oh, yeah, double, oh, my goodness. So, like, all right, you got to do is put this bear on this basket. And you're going to put a, this plastic over it. And you're going to put it in this. And then then there's people like us, and that's where we come in, that, that we do the heavy lifting. We do all the work that they fuck up on and fix it, right? And, by, and also, like, an actual heavy lifting, like, somebody has to bring that box of screws and nails to their table and spill it onto the table. But someone's going to pick that shit up from the back and bring it. A lot of shit super heavy. Those soap boxes. Those shampoos boxes. Like, they had us picking those motherfuckers up and carrying them. They're not allowed to carry anything, obviously. They're not allowed to pick do any heavy lifting. So here comes Alfinche 14, 15-year-old Jerry on his little, with his little back brace. Fucking picking shit up. Forgetting to use my legs, Right? And uh, poof, put that shit on the table whenever they need it. Then they put it there, you know, and then I just leave it there and then I help them. Then they fuck shit up, right? Because they're supposed to put 50 screws in the box and even give them, this, they give them this, this little cardboard with 50 holes in it, right? So they got to put a, a, a screw in every hole, right? They put a screw in every hole because they can't count to 50, some of these guys, right? So they put the screw... Right? Five lines of ten. And they got to put, okay, guys, so you got to put the screw inside of each one of these holes. And then once you're done with all these 50, once you fill up all these 50 holes, you now you have a full tablet. Now you're going to empty that tablet into this box. Right? That's how you get to 50, fool. And they're like, got it, got it, got it. No, wait. To, for them to fill up that fucking tablet of 50 holes takes them like 20 minutes, fool. Some of them, dog. Some of them see Captain way. Some of them do get it, and they be, get really good at it, right? Like kind of like Rain Man situation, fool. They're like fucking fast, fool. I don't get next, next, next. Some of them are like that, fool. But none of others are just more. They're like hanging out. They're fucking drooling all over the shit, dog. You know, they're like all they're spaced out. They're looking up on fucking the lights, fool. The you know. They're talking to the next guy. They're trying to be... They're walking around. They're pissing on themselves, fool. Like, there's all this shit going on, fool. And we're there, like, cleaning all this mess up for them, dog. You know? Um, so, 
that it was a trip ass fucking job, bro. Like I did that shit for like two summers. I went back a second time. Uh, Cause I really enjoyed it the first time. Like you made friends with like these guys, feel like uh, you just had fun with them. Some of these guys are really, you know, they have really cool personalities. Uh, it was a trip, dog. It was a trip to see them, dog. Like see them how they live. And so retarded was never a word that I like to use because of that, fool. Cause I got to work with these people, and it wasn't cool, dog. Like I had a soft spot for people with these kind of. Uh, uh, you know, situations, fool. Uh, so I never liked to use the word retarded, but it was a cool job, fool. Like, uh, it was just, it was heavy lifting for us, though. Nosotros nos iba mal, way, like, una putiza way, for sure, dog. We're the ones that took it. All the young kids, fool, they used to take advantage of us, bro. Like, all the old people, the supervisors and the managers, the motherfuckers ain't doing shit, just walking around with a clipboard, you know? They ain't do shit, dog. They had all those kids, fool, just doing all the dirty work, fool. Like, literally, bro, like, nos por nada, way. Like, some of these guys, they used to piss on themselves, shit on themselves, fool. They used to uh, drool, do nasty shit. And I go, oh, Jerry, come here and bring, clean this up. Clean this up. Clean this up? Ugh, like, okay, whatever. Like, they used to, like, drool all over the stuff and have to clean the fucking screws and stuff like that or whatever, one by one. And, oh, man, I don't know, dude. It was crazy, fool. Um, and, and back then, we're talking about 1994, 95, and they fucking, um, they, they used, to get, they used to get paid the minimum wage. The minimum wage, I believe, I remember it was seven twenty-five, seven dollars and twenty-five cents, bro. And we used to work eight hours a day, Monday through Friday, fool. And I'm telling you, it was a real labor fucking job, bro. Like, yo salía cansado, way tired, fool. And it was far, it was in Downey. And, you know, my mom was taking care of my brother and sister who were younger, eight, nine at the time. So she couldn't pick me up, fool. And I was a teenager. And it was a bunch of, it was a bunch of us. It was a couple of us homies and shit that had that job. Some of them were, like, quit. A lot of us, we would start, like, 10, 12 of us. And by the end of the summer, like, there was only, like, three or four of us left, fool. Some of them would get fired. In fact, I got fired my second time around. I got fired for talking back for, to my supervisor. I, I questioned why a couple of times. Um, he was a, a morenito guy. Very, very fucking, he was just a jerk, fool. And he just, for some reason, didn't really like me for some reason. Like, he didn't like a lot of us. Um, and there was, I questioned him once. I remember, like, why do I got to do that kind of shit? I remember because it was my second year there and I felt like I had a little seniority. Like, yo, I've been here before. I know how this works. I don't have to do all that shit you're telling me to do, fool. Like, there's a limit, dog. Like, I already have a... I'm doing this already. Why would you got to make me do that also? So I remember questioning him once and he, like, got really mad because I questioned him in front of people. And there was, like, other people around. Again, I felt like I was a little older now. I had a little seniority and there was, like, new kids, new teenagers there. So I was getting... I felt like I was getting punked a little bit. When I didn't need to get punk. I forgot what it was. But he literally said like. Go clean that shit up. Kind of stuff. Go pick all that shit up. And I was like. Wait. But I'm on this side. Why am I going to pick that up? If I'm over here working. I already, I'm already doing something here. You got other people over there. That can do that. Like why me? Kind of shit. So I remember feeling a little offended. And this motherfucker like. Uh, he's like. What'd you say to me? What just, Did you just question me? And I was like. Yeah. No. I was just wondering why me? Kind of stuff. He's like. Don't you ever fucking question me again don't you ever fucking tell me why again get the fuck over man get the fuck over there man 
And he punked the shit on me, bro. Like, he punked. This guy was like a South Central, like, looking crip motherfucker. Like, he looked like a dog pound fool. And uh, he had his fucking hat on and shit, his Compton hat. And he was like in his late 20s, dog. Just, he, he was, he was, a, he was intimidating, fool. He was intimidating. So I was like, okay. Uh, all right. So I go, I went to go do it and I dated or whatever. But I was really upset and hurt and mad. And it wasn't the same. Like, I was really mad. And it was only like the last few weeks before we were going to be done anyway with that job. So I had like maybe like two more weeks to go. I remember because I didn't really care getting fired. I was like, I'm, I'm over it anyways. And then, but I didn't get fired yet. So that was that time. I embarrassed him. Made him look stupid. Now he has it in for me, dog. So now he has it in for me. And so now like every time, it was me and a couple other guys, but I felt it was a little bit more on me. Uh, and then so he would just make me do like shit like all the time like go lift this up go pick that up and eventually i guess maybe the next day or two two or three days later i questioned him again and i said i can't even remember his name i think it was ron or something r-o-n and i was just like hey ron why 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 i gotta do that man like that's that's messed up dude like why why me dude kind of shit like what the fuck did i tell you about question you know what get your shit give me your fucking back brace and i had a back brace get you give me your fucking back brace go home Go get the fuck out of here. Go to fuck. Go to the office. Tell him I'll meet, I'll meet you there or something like that. I went to the office, and then it was his boss was there, like his boss, a manager and shit. And so he already, I guess, had complained about me or something. Had already like set the set the fucking planted the seed with me. So because when I got there, I had never even been to that office. We had never been allowed to go in there, fool. That's like where the real fucking workers go in. You know, we're we're over here on the fucking off to the side kind of shit. The kids are off in the little fucking cafeteria area but we don't really go into the offices once he sent me to the offices i had never been there they already knew who i was and they're like oh you again i'm like me again i've never been here kind of shit they're like yeah we heard about you man giving a around a hard time out there i was like uh yeah i was just wondering like just i don't know i I just thought he was kind of being mean to me then they're just like they're like laughing and stuff like oh man yeah uh so we'll wait for Ron to get here. And it's nice. And Ron shows up. Hey, motherfucker. He keeps questioning me on shit. He questions everything I tell him to do. He asks me, blah, blah, blah. They're like, oh, is that right? Okay, buddy. Well, you know what? This isn't working out then, man. You're going to have to, uh, we're going to let you go. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And, I, you know, obviously you've never been fired of anything before in my life. I was like, okay. Yeah, man. So sign this paperwork. You know, you know, give us, you know, your, your pinch of back brace. And uh, yeah, dude, you got to go home. And low key, dog. Yeah, dog. It should. Fucking broke it broke my heart kind of shit. See my way there. Remember leaving there, embarrassed, sad, felt like I was punked. You know they didn't give me my last check. They said they were gonna mail it, so like I left her like empty handed with nothing. And uh, it was like lunchtime. All the guys were eating lunch, and yo quería hasta llorar away. Like I wanted to cry kind of shit, and like, I didn't know how to what to do. And everyone was eating their lunch, and I wasn't allowed to eat my lunch. I had to get my lunch from my from the fridge and leave, dog. And I like, remember I walked to the bus stop, fool. Like, there's no cell phones. I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't have nobody to call. You know, I just fucking swayed. I remember being on that bus stop, like, wanting to cry, like, numb. I was, like, numb. Just because I was, like, fuck, that's crazy. Like, just this guy, like, this, like he went that far. Like, why would you want to, like, I'm just a fucking kid, dude. Like, I'm a fucking kid. Like, shit, dog. Like, I just, I was just, like, I don't know. I just I got felt like I got punched in the gut, and so like uh, yeah, I remember I just got home and I told her, oh yeah yeah. It's the, I didn't tell her I got fired. I never told my mom. 
I just told her que me descansaron. I go, no, ya, ya es que ya no hay mucho trabajo en... No hay mucho trabajo, ya, ya nos mandaron a la casa and shit. Ya no, tengo que, ya no tengo que regresar mañana. I look really, I know I look really sad. I remember, like, I wanted to cry when I was telling my mom. And I think I cried in my room when I got to my room. I'm pretty sure I cried. That uh, I told my mom, like, and she's like, oh, okay, well, no, está bien. You know, so now, whatever. She's just, like, not questioning it. All right, cool. Yeah, and then I was like, but the next, like, after a couple of days, I was like, fuck that job, man. I'm glad. I'm glad, because then I was, like, Hear my friends like complaining, man, I'm all fucking dick. He made us do this. He got us doing that. He fucking made us stay extra. We're not even getting paid for that. Yeah, they were fucking us over, dog. They were fucking us over. And I was like, and after a while, I was like, yeah, man, I'm glad. I'm glad I got fucking fired from that bullshit. Um, but yeah, man, that's what that was, fool. Uh, yeah. Retarded citizens, fool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but it's a real thing. Google that shit. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I, remember, I do remember, like, sometime, like, in my adulthood, adulthood, um, in my adulthood, asking about that place. And I remember, probably, first of all, maybe not being there anymore or being there under a different name. So it's under a different name, if anything. Uh, but look it up. Yeah, that was cool, man. All right, man. Uh, before I move on, I want to uh, touch on a couple things before uh, we close out of here, dog. Let me see here. I know I got some shout outs, first of all. Shout outs to A.B. Perez, Abraham Perez. I was just messaging with this guy. He says he's happy to see the American wannabes are back. And he's a super fan. He's been down with us since 2017. The American wannabes are back, dog. And we had a great first. Uh, it just dropped yesterday, the, uh, the episode. So please check that out if you haven't. Go ahead and please do that, man. Uh, let us know what you think, all right? Uh, let me see what else I got here. Uh, I know I got some uh, screenshots here. Uh, ch -ch 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 uh, man, what's going on here? Uh, I was in uh, Sacramento this weekend, followed by Clovis Fresno, which is Clovis is in Fresno, I believe. Had a blast, bro. Had a fucking blast at both places, man. I was really impressed by Clovis, man. You motherfuckers came out strong, fool. A bunch of uh, American wannabes and Jerry G listeners out there, man. También Sacramento, pero había más en Clovis for some reason. Fresno, man. Man, Fresno's got it going on, fool, for sure. Uh, Shout-outs to Ralph uh, Cisneros, dog. He was at the show as a listener. Uh, let me see here. Um... Uh, Elias Cuevas just thanking me for the shout out that I gave him last week. Thanks for the shout out uh, on the podcast. Appreciate you. Uh, he said, "Oh, he came out to Clovis." Elias came out to Clovis. That's right. I remember this fool with his girlfriend. He was out there with his girlfriend celebrating her birthday. Fool. Uh, yeah, Doc. Hope I hope you got late that night, compa. Thank you, brother. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, uh, now this is something else. Uh, what is this? This is something else. All right, I think that's it. Let me see what else I got here. Uh, hey, fool, can you give my girl a shout out? Oh, it's the same fool, Elias. Oh, man, man. All right, uh, shout out, happy birthday to Jennifer, by the way, his girlfriend. Uh, what's going on here? E Macias, uh, I'll follow him on the decides to. Oh, he was just talking shit about the American wannabes that Christian and Jesus have not on their own podcast in a long time uh all right i thought i had more shout outs but that's what it is right now fool uh let me see here let me go to my notes here all right all right uh shout outs to manuel guadalupe giants fan uh, uh out there in the bay area uh, out there, he was at the Sacramento show, fool. I wrote his name down, fool. Or was he a Clovis? One of the two, fool. 
all right. All right, a couple of things before we wrap it up here. I do want to bring up a couple of stuff. Uh, uh, let me see here. Uh, let's start with the let's start with the Super Bowl squares. Let's get the Super Bowl squares going. I did get a bunch of feedback for the Super Bowl squares. At least like six, seven people each saying they'll buy a couple squares, dog. So that's twenty five squares right there. That's twenty five percent, dog. At twenty five dollars, let's do it, dog. Let's do it. The teams are set. Congratulations to Philadelphia and the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not a fan of either team, guys, either market as far as, like, sports is concerned. Uh, but, hey, it's it should be a fun one, dog. It should be a fun one. Um, again, my prediction was half correct this time. I did have Philly being the Niners, but not like that. Yeesh, what a beatdown, right? Bonesitos, way. I don't know what they're going to do with the quarterback situation, dog. And that sucks for Purdy, dog. I was I was really low-key excited about Purdy, fool. Purdy looks like the real deal, bro. I, I keep saying it. He just like has the look, the swag, the approach, everything about him. I really like that kid, man. So, But if he's going to get Tommy John surgery, he's going to be gone for a long time, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, we'll see if he even resurfaces again after that. We'll see, dog. But um, other than that... The Eagles look good, man. The Eagles look fucking good, and I hate to say that because I, I don't, I don't like the Eagles, dog. Um, KC, like I said, man, that's that injury that Pichet Kevin Mahomes, Kevin Mahomes, that uh, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, it's a serious injury, guys. You know he's out there doing his thing, battling through, and just because of that limp injury, I really felt Cincinnati was going to be able to sneak by them and win and move on to the Super Bowl. But they got outplayed, dog. That defense stepped up for Kansas City, and they handled the Bengals, bro. And they, I mean, look, they sacked that fucking Burrow like four or five times and threw an interception. You know, they the, the, it was a defensive victory for sure. Even though Mahomes still threw for over 300 yards on one leg, I don't know. I just felt I wasn't confident. I wasn't ready to put money on Mahomes' injury like that, bro. I, I wasn't. But they fought through, and they won, and they took care of business, dog. So now he has two weeks to get that leg better. We'll see how that leg looks by then. But they also went through some sur- uh, sur- injuries through that game. So we'll see how, we'll see how full uh, strength they are by the time we get to the Super Bowl. Um, I don't like the I don't like the Eagles, guys. I really don't. I don't like the Eagles. So I'm gonna root for Mahomes. Right. So yeah, I'm gonna root for him because um, first of all, I have like. Kelsey on my fantasy football team. I have Mahomes on one of my football fantasy football teams. So I've been like cheering for them all year. Um, and so to be honest with you, I stayed away from all Philadelphia Eagles this year, dog. I didn't have not one, not one Philadelphia Eagle on my fantasy football team. Maybe that's another reason I'm not even like excited for them. Um, I wasn't a believer in Jalen Hurts, so I was completely wrong about that. Completely wrong. I was not. I thought he was just gonna be another running quarterback. But no, he he's really he showed a lot this year, fool. And then I forgot about AJ Brown, and and even when I did remember about AJ Brown, I realized his quarterback is hurts. I'm sorry, did I say Fields uh, hurts uh, hurts. Uh, once I realized his quarterback's hurt, I didn't trust him. I didn't, I don't I didn't trust Hurts as a throwing quarterback. I trusted him as a running quarterback, but not as a, so anyways. So that's why I stayed away from AJ Brown. And then their running backs, bro, just not impressed by any of the running backs. Fool. So I was like, nah. So I, st- I stayed away from everybody from the Eagles, which backfired on me, obviously, because <laughs> a lot of them had really good years. 
so yeah, I'll be I'll be rooting for the KC, Kansas City. Um, I don't know if they're gonna win exactly, but I'll be rooting for them for that's for sure, dog. All right, so um, we'll get the squares going. I'll print out. Let me print out a square sheet first. Once I square out the, uh, which should be today, I'll get that done either today or tomorrow. I'll, I'll print out a square sheet, and then once I do that, then I'll get on IG. I'll probably do uh, you know a reel first. And then I'll do a couple stories and then eventually get on IG Live to draw the numbers. Uh, it'll be 25 bucks. Um, I don't think anybody's paid me yet. Uh, don't. And if you do pay me, if you want to go ahead and send your payments now, you can. Now that we have the two sets, the two teams. And what, But what, if you send me a payment, make sure you put the number boxes that you want, right? So a number, the boxes are number one through 100. So you want to put like uh, James, $50.00. Give me 32 and 38, and that's what you get, right? So then I'll put your name on that shit, blah, 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 blah. We'll fill that out at $25, right? I'm not going to take a cut. I was joking. I was fucking around. But, you know, feel free to give me a tip if you win, doc. If you win. All right? Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much it with that. All right. Uh, all right. I want to talk about, obviously, a couple of things. Fool. Uh, we had Kobe's anniversary a couple of days ago, January 26th, a day I'll never forget, Kobe's death. You know, three years now, still miss that motherfucker, dog. And uh, just wanted to give a quick little shout out to Mr. Kobe. I've talked about it in 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 depth before in other episodes when his anniversary comes through. We'll skip this. We'll skip this year because we had another um, pretty uh, impactful death uh, last week as well. Uh, and um, wanted to bring that up for a little bit. <clears throat> Randy Gonzalez from the Yankee Boys. Uh, passed away, colon cancer, at the young age of thirty-five years old. Father of uh, the little Bryce, uh, Bryce kid, um, who I got to meet and work with on the Lopez versus Lopez show. I met, I met both, as a matter of fact. And uh, yeah, dude, I, I didn't take a picture with them at all. Um, and um, uh, so I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, swear, I'll share my little story from, and we'll wrap this shit up right here, dog. Uh, so basically, I got the. Uh, you know, the cool little honor to, to meet these cats, man, at and on set. And uh, so, what happens with the Lopez versus Lopez thing? Uh, the week you're there a week, right? But the week starts on Wednesday, so it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wednesday is table reads. Thursday is rehearsal. Friday is dress rehearsal. And then Monday and Tuesday is the actual filming, right? Monday we film without an audience. And then Tuesday, we film with the audience, right? So it's a week of stuff. You're there. Um, and so I was obviously there Wednesday. And then so I see Randy and Bryce. They come in for the table read. And it's all the actors and all the writers, uh, producers, directors. We're all getting in this big table. And we go over the script. And we all introduce each other. And everybody's, all right, Jerry will be playing Mondo. Jerry Garcia, give it up for Jerry Garcia. Oh, thank you, thank you. Like, it's really cool, right? And we go around, st stuff like that, introducing ourselves. Uh, obviously, Bryce is there. And then, um, so what happened is that, so I didn't even recognize Randy at first, guys. Like, he was really frail, really skinny. I thought it was, like, the uncle, right? The uncle of Bryce. Like, it, it didn't look like the dad, fool. Um, but then I realized it was him. And then so, uh, you know, I, I landed on the set. I remember one of the producers or writers was like, oh, look, uh, Bryce's dad is back. 
that's great for Bryce. He had been really sad. And now, you know, without last couple of weeks, uh, his dad wasn't here. His dad was getting treatment um, for this fucking disease. But we're all small talking. We're all like, oh, man, that sucks. That's crazy. Like, yeah, man. But And Bryce was like, last two weeks was really sad. Like, he was really down. You know, his grandma's here with him, but it's not the same. Now that his dad's here, you can tell he's like, he's happier. Like, he's here. Like, he's just like more about it. So that left an impression on me, obviously, right? Then during lunch, I got to meet him at lunchtime. We like, we're in line getting our food. And I'm like, hey, bro, what's up, man? Big fan, La Chingada. And then I'm just like, how you feeling, man? He's like, oh, we're getting there, man. You know, you know, you know fighting it. And, you know, the Lord, with, you know, this and that. It's all in God's hands. And but I'll be good. I'm, I'm really optimistic and this and that. We're like, great, 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 dude. And it's like, we're doing a little small talk, fool. And uh, because of how he looked, and I know he didn't look his best, and I know he didn't feel his best, I didn't want to ask for a pick, fool. So... And and somebody was like, yeah, fool, but that doesn't, like, it's not, you know, you don't have to post it, but you, but when you take a picture of somebody, you assume they're going to post it. Like, I'm not going to be like, hey, let me pick, take a picture, but this is just for me. Like, you know, say that. You don't like, you don't even, like, doesn't come up in conversation. If you take a picture with somebody, you're just assuming they're going to post it, fool. So even if I wasn't going to post it, which I probably wouldn't have because of, you know, of his uh, situation, he might not know that. He's not going to know that. He don't know me, fool. Right? So I did it. I didn't ask at all, fool. But I wanted to. Um, but he was very cool. And then what happened later, then the next day came, because now we're doing, like, the rehearsals. So rehearsing Thursday and Friday. And so Thursday comes, and the little kid Bryce has a long Spanish uh, set that he has to run, uh, lines, Spanish. And they don't speak Spanish. Randy nor... Uh, Bryce, they they don't they don't speak they don't they don't speak Spanish. They're from Houston, Mexican American, but don't speak Spanish. And so they asked me to come help them with help Bryce with his lines. So like I went to the like trailer and I hung out with them in the trailer and I was talking to him for a little bit. We we're going over the lines, but I was just there literally for that for like two. He was really struggling with his Spanish lines, so I helped him with that. I was there like 15, 20 minutes going over the lines, going over the lines. And then at the end, just like, hey, thank you. I think lunch was, com was coming up. And it's like, oh, man, thanks, man. Really means a lot of food help, man. We don't know any Spanish, bro. Like, that's crazy. I got to learn some Spanish and this and that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's all good, fool. It's all good. I got you, dog. And took care of that. So we got to kind of, like, hang out for a little bit with that. And then the fucking little kid killed it, bro. He nailed that scene, fool. Fucking nailed that scene, dog. And uh, I was really impressed, fool. We were all excited. Like, we like we high-fived and handshook, handshook after the scene. Uh, me and the dad, like, he was very grateful about, you know, that little help I gave. And so, yeah, it was very cool, man. It was very cool. And uh, it was so sad to see him go, man. And obviously, I have a little one myself, you know, Nicolas. And, you know, I just put myself in those that shoe, those shoes, man. Just, ah, man. Uh, man, the way that kid looks up to his father is, you know, it's beautiful, bro. And uh, it's the same way Nicolas. But Nicolas is like... I do a joke about how obsessed he is with me. Uh, Nicholas is truly obsessed with me, dog. And it's a beautiful, very cute thing. He hates being apart from me, away from me. He tells me all the time he misses me and he wants to be around me. And it's just like those things were like, fuck, man. If anything would ever happen to me, man, shit, dog. Like, he, he like, well, obviously, all three of my kids, all three of my kids really love me. But Nikki is in this age where he like really likes to show it, right? He likes really likes to show it. He's always on me, kissing me, 
all that shit, dog. And and fuck, man, it's like, ugh. and I can see that relationship with Bryce and his father. So I'm trying to say, so I took it hard, man. I took it hard as far as that part, fool. Like it's not cool. I was it really ruined the next the day, uh, just hearing that news, waking up to the news, and you know, obviously do a little prayer for him, and it's like. Yeah, man, then people will bring it up and people I see and run into and people sharing it and telling me and like, yo, man, you're here, you're here, you're here. And it's like, yeah, man. And you just kind of, you just, again, you just pull yourself in that situation, man, where like leaving little ones behind, bro, a family. That's that cabron, way. It's that cabron, man. So, um, and over cancer as well, bro, which is even more sad, fool, because there's nothing you can do about it sometimes. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough. Uh, but man, my prayers all go to him and his family and to everybody, fool. And uh, yeah, you know, I just want to say that it was a it was a honor to meet him and spend a little bit of time with him. And uh, you know, hopefully, prayers out to his son. And, and I'm sure his son's gonna, you know, it's obviously gonna impact him tremendously. And let's hope that he comes through this, you know, in a positive way somehow, fool. So I don't, know. I don't even know what to say, man. But it's a tough one, dog. It's a tough one, fool. Uh, I don't want to end like that. I do want to let you guys know that I do have some shows uh, coming up. If you guys uh, obviously please look me up on my website. I got I'm updating it as much as I can. But uh, my Friday show here in Bellflower is sold out. The eight o'clock is sold out. There are still tickets for the ten thirty show. The ten thirty show is about halfway there. Um, place only holds one hundred and fifty people, dog. So the first one sold out. Second was like around 60, 70 tickets sold. So uh, get your tickets soon, guys, and I hope to see you guys there. Bellflower Friday night. I do have Brea Improv coming March 3rd and a bunch of shows in between in February. Midland, Texas, Odessa, Texas, Yuma, Arizona, Brawley, California. Those are the next coming up weeks. I'll be out there. Please check out my website or hit me up on IG or check out my IG for I'll be updating shit like there, uh, right there as well. So, uh, yeah, man, uh, let's go get them, fool. The Super Bowl squares coming up soon. $25. All you need is your name. Your My Venmo is Jerry GHP. That's my Venmo and my Cash App. Jerry GHP. And in fact, a lot of times it'll ask you for the last four digits of your phone, my phone number. The last four digits of my phone number is 6555. I'll give this information out on the IG. And let's fill up 100 squares or, you know, Watching this together, this for this one for all the fans, for all the homies, dog. And I wish you guys the best of luck. And I'm gonna buy some squares too, fool. So if I win, don't be talking shit, dog. Don't be talking shit if I win. All right, we can do this. All this legit on the IG live. We're gonna pull out the numbers, and uh, we'll have maybe Nicolas or somebody pull the numbers out, fool. And uh, we're gonna do this shit legit, dog. Yo nunca, yo no ando con chingaderas, way. <clears throat> I've been running uh, squares for almost 20 years, dog. I run squares for friends, uh, work sites, workplaces, homies. I've run them, man. And there's one thing I don't fuck around with that is that shit, fool. And I've been gambling for almost 30 years, fool. It's another thing I don't fuck around with, dog. Money, gambling, shit like that, fool. So, um, yeah, dog, man. Y'all know. If you know, you know. You know? I-K-Y-K. Right? All right, fools. I'm out of here, dog. Y'all have a good one, fool. And uh, let's go get them, fool.